Hello and welcome. Welcome to Radical Embodiment, the podcast. I am your host, Emily Wishall, and I am the author of the recently published book, Radical Embodiment, a practical guide to celebrating the skin you're in. I also work as an embodiment guide and a certified rolfer supporting women in releasing body shame and really learning how to love their body exactly as it is. My intention with this podcast is to offer you a new insight and perspective on how you get to be with your body so that you can release that worn out, exhausting story of being dissatisfied with your body. The more you listen to this podcast and do the practices that I suggest, the more you can expect a softening and the emergence of a gentler approach to how you view and talk to yourself. Change in the context of radical embodiment is not a diet. It is not a workout plan. Instead, it is an overhaul of the way we treat and perceive ourselves. It is the fierce application of gentleness to the gaze we offer ourselves. Hyperfocus around your weight and physical appearance robs you of your energy, clarity, power, and joy. I have created a method to help you learn how to love and inhabit yourself thoroughly and deeply. Each episode of this podcast will provide healing strategies to help you become more embodied and develop a more loving relationship with your body. If you enjoy the episodes, I would be deeply grateful if you would subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast at and download the episodes, as well as share with your friends, family, and community. Together, let's cultivate peace, serenity, and deep love for these beautiful bodies of ours. And now, to today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of season one for Radical Embodiment, the podcast. Today's episode is My Body, the Gift. And I started this season, I started this podcast with the first episode being My Body, the Problem. And now we get to end the very first season of the podcast with My Body, the Gift. And before I dive into that conversation and teaching around the gift of our bodies, I wanted to just make a quick update Um, for what's going to be happening with the podcast. So moving forward, season two um, will come out, I think, early October. I don't have the exact date in front of me right now. And it's going to be interviews. So season two will be 12 episodes, and I will be interviewing teachers, colleagues, coaches, um, people in the embodiment movement um, coaching world that have supported me on my journey or also that I have connected with. Um, And so I'm really excited to get to bring you season two and get to bring you those conversations and get to bring in more wisdom and insight from others in the field. So stay tuned for more information um, on that to come. 
And I think season two ends basically the very last week of this year. So you'll have weekly episodes pretty much through 2022. So into the conversation of my body, the gift. So as I'm recording this, it's early, early morning in Boulder in Colorado and having me at the time of the seasons changing, um, it's still still dark out. The sun is just just hinting that it may rise soon. And I'm someone who I love the early morning and I have always loved the morning. And I think a part of it for me is the morning represents a chance to begin again, to start afresh, to start renewed. In the early morning hours, especially when it's still kind of dark out, I feel blanketed by the darkness, still blanketed by the night as the morning's wanting to merge. And it gives a deep sense of peace for me. It gives a sense of there's this deep quiet and stillness about as everyone has not quite waken up yet, that I find really essential and a beautiful and rich time to do some introspection, to do some meditation, to do some prayer, to do some subtle, gentle movement that helps elicit a feeling in you of pleasure, of delight, of connection. So you don't have to be a morning person. I, I, I recognize not everyone's a morning person and I, I tend to be one, but I wanted to just offer that of if you don't already have some sort of morning ritual, morning practice for yourself, I strongly encourage you to start. And that doesn't mean that you have to be doing this practice in the dark hours of the morning and or that it has to be some really robust, like hour-long practice. But it is important in the conversation of our bodies as a gift and being able to experience our bodies as the gift they are to have a time of your day in the morning first upon waking before you're in the busyness of your day, before your mind is swept up in the chaos and nonsense and noise that comes in the world that we're living in to just be with yourself, whether that be just five minutes of breathing, maybe it's sitting and prayer, maybe it's a body scan, maybe it's a longer practice. I currently personally have a little bit of a longer practice. There's multiple things that I do in it. Um, And I I do it most days, right? So I'm not perfect. I don't do it 100% of the time. There are periods of my life where I do it 100% of the time. And then, you know, I I don't want, I, I slip up a little bit, right? Maybe I'm traveling and at a different location. Um, and maybe I do part of my practice, but maybe I don't do the whole length of my normal practice when I'm at home. And so there's always space for forgiveness. There's space for shifting your practice of doing something different organically. If your body or emotional state is desiring it, but it's a really important piece in the conversation of being able to really love and embrace your body as it is, to be with you, to be with what is, acknowledging what is, 
episode 10 was on um, experiencing your inherent worthiness, which I think I said it in that podcast episode, but it's worth saying again, one of the most important, beautiful ways that you can show yourself and express to yourself your worthiness is gifting yourself the time to acknowledge what is, to be with what is, meaning what it is you're really feeling, what it is you're really experiencing. If we're just going about our days and our lives or, you know, maybe doing some practices but not ever really being with what is, our minds, which are wired to focus on what's not working, will also automatically in the background constantly be trying to fix, constantly trying to, how can we be just a little bit better? How can we you know, not feel this loneliness? How can, what can we do to not feel this disdain? What can we do to not feel this envy or this anger or this greed? Usually the emotions, the feelings that are more challenging for us to be with are those lower vibration emotions because we have a lot of judgment about them. We often will judge ourselves as being wrong for feeling them or we're not as enlightened if we'd feel them. And so having some sort of consistent daily practice where you are just with those emotions, if they're present, you know, maybe, maybe it, you know, it's content and peace or joy, or maybe it's a mixture, right? I've had days where I know I felt deep grief and sadness and also felt this sense of pleasure and enoughness in my body. But by acknowledging and being with what is, it's gifting yourself your worthiness. It's showing yourself that you believe you're worthy to to be with the full spectrum of you. And it's how we can little by little begin to integrate these aspects of ourselves more readily. And so back to the morning and part of how I love, why I love the morning and this idea of it's represents to me this opportunity to begin again. And I love that phrase, begin again. When I was, you know, about eight years ago and really struggling with my relationship with my body and really believing my body was the problem. And I would come up with these rigorous agendas around movement, around meditation, around food, um, these guidelines for myself that I, you know, kind of believed, okay, if I can just follow these guidelines, it means I'm a good human and will mean I'm going to be, I'm going to end up skinny. That was always lurking in the back of my head for a lot of the things I would do would be, okay, am I going to end up skinny? Because that was my quote unquote sign of success of finally being skinny. Then I could finally have what I wanted. Then I could finally be enough and I could finally be worthy. And that's not the truth, right? If anyone, you know, if you've been multiple weights in your life, maybe there are weights that you feel just a little, you feel better at. And you've maybe seen also that none of those voices go away with weight fluctuations, the voices of I'm not enough or I'm not worthy enough. Instead, if you're not really digging deeper to what's behind those voices, they'll just still come just maybe in a different way. Maybe it's getting more specific of 
you know, needing to tighten your belly. Or I remember one of the periods of my time of my life when I was my thinnest, and this was early, that this was like junior high actually. Um, so I was young. And I remember getting critical of just above my knee, so on my thigh, but like not quite on my thigh, just above my knee, I felt like there was like a fat pad there and like being so curious, like what what exercise can I do to get rid of that? Um, and the, the motivating factor for it wasn't coming from a healthful place. It was coming from this place of feeling this incessant pull for perfection because perfection meant approval. Perfection meant I would receive more love. And so with this idea of beginning again, you always, always can begin again. And the morning can be a great time to just wipe the slate, you know, clean to if, if this resonates with you, you know, wrap yourself in some sort of a blessing or a prayer or words, whatever works for you, but that helps represent this new day that helps you, you know, thinking whoever you believe in. Um, if you believe in a greater source and power for your sleep, restful or not, thank you for, you know, if you believe in guides or angels and keeping you safe um, and asking, you know, setting an intention for your day of how is it that you want to feel? How is it that you want to experience and relate to others? And it's such a rich, rich time of beginning again in the morning. And particularly those of us, you know, if you've struggled with food um, and have a tendency to overeat or really want to restrict or go through that back and forth cycle, the begin again can be a little tricky, meaning you may have a day where you overate some food or you just, get, I don't know, ate, ate a bunch of cookies and you're just kind of given up for the day is what you've decided. Given up caring for yourself, given up connecting to your body, given up connecting to your emotional needs and told yourself, okay, tomorrow I'll be different. Tomorrow I'll be better. Tomorrow I'm going to restrict. Tomorrow I'm only going to have green drinks or I'll only eat salad or tomorrow I won't have any sugar. And, you know, insert your, you know, exact example of what might be happening in your life there. And of course it's going to look different, but that's where I, this begin again can be a little tricky, meaning Yes, the morning is a beautiful time to begin again. And notice and be mindful of how your mind is operating around that. What I mean by that is if you are having one of those days I just um, explained and gave as an example, noticing if your mind's wanting to trick you into just giving up for today. And giving up not in a place of true surrender, but giving up in a way that's complacency and that's going more into victimhood or into not treating your body well at all. And so those can be times instead of you don't have to wait until the morning, but what can you like snap your fingers and do to support you in beginning again, beginning again in that, in that moment, in that day? You know, maybe it's like, okay, I just need to like numb for 30 minutes you know, set a timer or I just need to watch this one show, this one episode 
and then I'm going to snap my fingers and I'm going to do some sort of movement, body position change, something to begin again. And so when you are in those moments or when you're really wanting to actively choose to begin again, what's really helpful in that is to create a pattern interrupt. And I I believe I spoke to this last episode, um, episode 11, I might not have, but what I mean by a pattern interrupt is you do some sort of physical movement with your body. So you're changing your body's posture. You're changing your movement in some way. You are changing your breath in some way as well, deepening it, quickening it, you know, nasal breathing. Um, and then you're from after you've changed your body position and changed your breath, then you are noticing your thoughts. And you're noticing, could you shift into a more uplifting thought? Is there a better feeling thought available to you? And those pattern interrupts are key in really creating those new, deeper neural pathways that are coming from a more loving, compassion, gentle place. So you get to begin again at any time of day any day of the week, any day of the month, any day of the year. And you can also, if it resonates with you, I'd invite you to create a morning practice every day where you begin again, where you get to land into yourself before you jump out into your email into what's happening with your partner, what's happening with your kids, into what's happening on the news in the world. And so, yeah, maybe if you do have young children, a partner, maybe it's 30 seconds that you land into you. Maybe it's when you're going to the restroom in the morning. Maybe that's the time that you have right now. And letting that be okay, letting that be enough, letting that be perfect. Hey, it's Emily, and I am interrupting this episode to make sure that you know about my free Radical Embodiment community. So have you joined the Radical Embodiment community? If not, what are you waiting for? Um, So the community group is on Facebook. If you go to facebook.com forward slash Radical Embodiment Community, the group will pop up. You can also just search for groups and search Radical Embodiment Community. I will also have a link to the group in the show notes. But why I'm encouraging you to join that group is I share exclusive monthly events that are only for that community group. And these events are free, um, all of which hold the overarching intention of supporting us in shifting the narrative that our worth is based around our weight, that our feeling like we are enough is based around the way that our physical body appears. And through the community, we are having conversations around just that and conversations to support us all in releasing body shame. When you're feeling shame about your body, it's next to impossible to heal that alone in isolation. Shame feeds in isolation. And so that is why this community is so important to me to help increase the conversation around our bodies and be able to share in a place that is safe, that is transparent, um, that is a clear container to support you in moving beyond 
feeling like your body's the problem and instead getting to experience delight and joy and pleasure and love for your body. So join us um, over on Facebook. Again, it's Radical Embodiment Community and um, hope to see you there. So your body, the gift. If you're not driving, (laughs) I invite you to just close your eyes for a moment. Or maybe if you're not like walking out in public, but if you are walking, maybe pause. And if you can't close your eyes, just do the hand position I'm going to say, but close your eyes, put a hand on your heart, put a hand on your low abdomen and just bring a couple breaths to meet your hands from inside. Just taking a moment to feel into your heart and feel into your lower abdomen. Connecting these two parts of your physical and energetic bodies through your breath and through the external feedback and contact of your hands. Thanking your body for breathing, thanking your heart for working so hard. Your hearts are constantly, continuously beating. Thanking your digestive tract for digesting and disposing of the food that we eat that gives us fuel, that gives us energy. Thinking of even between the space between these two hands, all of the inner functionings that happen in this zone of our body, all of your essential internal organs, and all of these mechanisms that are constantly occurring and happening without our conscious thought. What a gift that is. It is what allows us to be in this body, to be alive. And then expanding out a little bit further and thinking for yourself of what is an example from your day-to-day of how your body really was a gift? Think about what comes up for you with that. And to give some context to support you if you're struggling for an answer, maybe it's Really feeling the gift of being, if you're able-bodied, being able-bodied and to be able to go for a walk or even like when you woke up this morning, being able to walk out of your bed and move around your house. Maybe you did some workout or dance class that felt so good to your body and you're just like, wow, body, amazing. Thank you for doing that for me because that helped, you know, elevate my blood flow and my heart rate and it just like had me help me feel so good. Maybe the gift of your body right now is that it has held onto some protection. Held onto some protection through weight that has served you in maybe some unhealthy relationships and helped the relationships dissolve quicker. Maybe it's helped you feel safe through an emotional period of your time where You're experiencing a lot of trauma and turmoil and grief. And letting yourself feel the gift of that. 
instead of any judgment or wrongness. So whatever you came up with for you, just being with that for a few moments of breath. And for myself, I'm feeling so grateful for my body's ability to process through emotions and limiting beliefs and sensations through movement and to integrate them. That's what I'm feeling really grateful for and feeling the gift of. So let's just breathe together for a few moments here, really feeling whatever that gift was. If it's in a particular part of your body, bringing your attention and breath into that area and letting it light you up. And if you struggle to find a gift, not needing to be hard on yourself, but it just coming back to this practice again and again every day, maybe it'll take a little while for you to really feel into the gift. But if every day you can choose to notice, invite in the gift of your body, the more readily that gift will come, the more readily it will be at the forefront of your thoughts as you navigate through your day. The gift of your toes, the gift of your pinky toe, your pinky, your elbows. (laughs) I'm saying those body parts because they tend to be a little bit more neutral. And so if you are currently in a highly emotionally charged experience in your body, it can be helpful to go to more neutral body parts to support you in being able to grasp on and feel into with some degree of truth the gift of these parts. And the key to being able to experience our body as a gift, to being able to embrace our body is through embodiment. It is through learning to inhabit our bodies, which doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen just, you know, you have maybe one weekend retreat experience and you have a profound experience, beautiful and amazing, and then you go back to your life and you don't have any sort of consistent support from that container, from that work, and you maybe and, and you just go about life. It's important and essential to have some sort of dedicated practice. I think you know this by now. I'm not a fan of being rigid on ourselves and being hard on ourselves. And at the same time, I am a fan of being dedicated to what's important to you. When you think about your highest values in your life, and maybe you are are clear on those, maybe you're not clear. But I always think it's so interesting. It's a valuable practice too to look at what your highest values are in your life. And then when you look at your daily schedule and weekly schedule, what's on your calendar? What is it that you are prioritizing? And are your priorities in line with your highest values? And if not, great opportunity to do some shifting, to do some changing. 
to dedicate to choosing your priorities more clearly based on what your values are. And if a value of yours is around wanting to really love your body, if that's something that's really important to you, if you're tired of being on the diet yo-yo train, of not enjoying your experience in this physical vessel, then you need to dedicate yourself to the commitment to finding love within, which is through, you know, I think I've offered several practices throughout these podcast episodes. I have several free ones online. There's multiple other embodiment teachers, right? But it's through dedicating yourself to practice, to if this is new to you and feels foreign or you feel stuck or sticky as you do the practices, get support. If you can afford it, hire hire a coach. That's the honestly for me the way that I was really able to transform and shift was through having hired support in multiple areas of my life. Because it's it's I think of transformation not so much as like it's through the energy of transference. It's the energy of who you're close to. So when you hire a coach or a mentor or have a therapist or support group, whoever is holding that container is holding you. I I see it as like holding their hand. And especially if it's on a journey like this of someone who's been there, right, who's been in those shameful periods of their life with food or with their body and are on the other side, they know what it's like to be where you are and they can help guide you into experiencing more of what you desire to be experiencing. So that's why I'm such a fan of of support. We're not supposed to do this journey alone. And I know it is the faster track to being able to experience your body as a gift. And so I offer, if you're curious to learn more about my work and what it might be like to work with me, I offer a free Embracing Radical Embodiment call. And if you want to, you know, if you're interested in booking that call, you can just go to my website, radicalembodiment.com, and you'll see um, where it has, I think it's Work with Emily one-on-one, and it'll take you directly to my calendar to schedule that. Um, And it's it's not a pressure sales call by any means, um, but it is something we'll get clear of what's keeping you currently blocked from really being able to love your body. And I'll give you at least one, if not more, but at least one specific tangible practice and takeaway that you can begin working with right away. And if it mutually feels like a good fit, I'll let you know what it would be like to work with me. So if you're not in a place to get that kind of support or make that commitment, then really what I strongly encourage you is get a friend, somebody who's going to help hold you accountable hold you accountable to the dedication of your body. So if it's the five minutes a day, if it's the 30 seconds on the toilet in the morning, you need to start somewhere. And I'm fervent with that because it's essential in this conversation of wanting to be more embodied, of wanting to inhabit your body. A lot of us have had years of conditioning and training that have popped us out of our body because it's not felt safe in our body. Our nervous systems are becoming more and more taxed. 
And I find being in my body ultimately to be a really nourishing experience that helps nourish and settle my nervous system. We have this one physical body in this life. This this is our body. This is it. This is it. And it's through our body that our power resides, that our true confidence, that our truth, the truth of who we are exists. It's not out there in some ethers. It's here in this body, in this vessel, which has such vast, robust wisdom. There's so many messages it's wanting to give us as we navigate through our days. If we just take the moment to pause and choose to come back down and within. I truly, truly hope that you get to experience your body as a gift because your body is such a gift. Your body is an incredible vehicle that's moving you through life, that's been with you since the beginning. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you to all of the listeners who have been with me for season one as this podcast is getting started and off the ground. Um, I want you to know from my heart how much that means to me. It really means a lot that you're taking your time and listening and wanting to be in this conversation and dialogue. And cheers to all of us getting to experience our bodies more and more as the gift they are and letting go of the story and the narrative that it is our bodies that are the problem. So take care and enjoy however you decide to begin again and enjoy the practices that you decide to dedicate yourself to, to experience the gift of your body. So much love.